we're Ramones of the Day, and this one's called Babysitter. One, two, three, four. Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from the top to the bottom. I am Philip. And I am Molly. And today we are discussing Babysitter from the album Leave Home, 1977, uh, sort of from that album. Um, this was, by all accounts, written by Joey Ramone, although this is the early period where everything was credited just the Ramones, but I feel like the DNA of it pretty strongly suggests a strong suggestion of Joey. Sure, I, there's, a, there's a Joey walked coming off this there's a, there's a real stink of Joey yeah. on this one. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I gave this a song category of love. So it's two loves in a row. Got it. Two loves in a row. Um, our favorite facts for the facts and trivia. Are you ready? Yes, please. This song was played live nine times. Not even ten. That's pretty low. That is pretty low. Uh, I feel like that has a lot to do with the fact that this was... Uh, one of the replacement tracks on Leave Home for the song Carbona Not Glue. So tell us about this little... I can tell you a little about it. Um, Carbona Not Glue was the original album track slotted for uh, for right there, and then they ran into controversy because, A, they're talking about sniffing glue, and B, Carbona is a name brand. I don't know that name brand necessarily but apparently it is a name brand clearly you've never sniffed glue so i guess not <laughs> or not with any kind of distinction yeah, uh, i have brand loyalty uh, brand loyalty i'm a strictly <laughs> elmer's guy um <laughs> but uh but yeah so they needed a replacement song and this was the song that they dropped in for that for the uk version of this is song. it for the uk version for the uk version okay in america the song yeah. they dropped in was sheena Sheena's a phone cover. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. I know. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. So in America, we got Sheena, and then in the UK, they got they got Babysitter. Babysitter. Okay. Um, but this is, Philip has admitted, his one of his favorite Ramon songs. Well, you're going right to that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's not exactly really a story of mine, but I have, I have weird emotions, Molly. And the more we do this show, you're going to run into a lot of those emotions. I'm ready. And in more than one Ramon song, I feel like there are parts, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this, there are parts that have actually made me start to cry. Oh, wow. And it's not because of necessarily the emotion expressed in the song. Yeah. It's because something in there sounds and feels so good, and I yeah. can't believe it feels that good. Yeah. And this is one of those songs. Interesting. It feels so good. Yeah. Um. I do. I. I. This is this is way up there for me. Yeah. Um, probably one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about it. Although I bet I have almost nothing but gush sure. to contribute. Well, go on. What you have to say about this song, which I do think this is a great song. Mm -hmm. I'm going to preemptively say that. Oh my God, it's here we really go. How I feel it's going to be heartbreak. Sheena. Okay. Like maybe Sheena is like one of my favorite songs of all time. Okay. So the fact that these two are sister songs, like, Isn't that weird? Like is weird. They're both very very good songs i feel the same way about carbona and here is what is so good about this song i think is that it's simple mm -hmm. it's very teenage yes you know it's very teenage ramones but it's done so well that it's still ramones it still feels like the ramones mm -hmm. it's 
it's that like teeny bopper thing without being too cheesy, which sometimes I think it does go cheesy with the Ramones. Yes. And this one I feel like is very sincere. Yes. And it hits that perfect level where like anybody can tune in and feel like this could be my jam. I agree. And one of the things I wrote down that I wanted to remember to say was this feels like I don't, I don't think this is I didn't do too much research. I don't think this is on any greatest hits. Right. Okay. You know, this is probably what constitutes as an average song. Mm-hmm. especially for this time period. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's this where you could go like, if this is the average, yeah. then everything above this is it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, I think like people will make amazing. podcasts about this, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but there's something about it. Like even that makes me, it's weird to say like, I, I am this attached to like an average song, uh, at but least like an album cut. It's an average song. No, but I mean, I mean, globally speaking, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not Sheena's punk rocker and it's not those other, big well, songs but well in terms of who like if you look them up in the encyclopedia they're not gonna say hits. like they wrote babysitter it's yeah, like yeah. it's not gonna come up that way sure 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 but i yeah and i and you were you were reading my heart because <laughs> because i felt the same way about the, like the sincerity of it i actually wrote it's almost graceful it's very graceful like the the story being told mm-hmm. isn't it isn't like an abc story but mm-hmm. it's like it's a scene that we all get yep Totally understand. Yep. It does the Ramonesy thing, but then it does two things that are both like typical of them and like I can't believe more people don't do it, or if they do, I don't care. Uh and that's the key change mm-hmm. into the final thing, the final uh reprise, and then in that when he brings all of the uh the yeah, you know, we'll have the T V on, aren't we glad that the folks are gone like he said those separately earlier and now they're all happening, and you're like, Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> it's perfect it's so perfect that's me you just got an image of me in my car i love it so much i should have done it's a really simple nice song i should have done the stats on how many times i've played it because you know how itunes will besides charting every move you make and buy and sell uh they'll show you how many times you played a song i would i would bet this is way up there like i'll put it on repeat yeah i play I wouldn't say I play guitar, but I can play a guitar okay. And this is one of those songs that's like right in the wheelhouse of like it's it's kind of, it's easy going because it's not yeah. like a super fast song, sure. but it's also like super satisfying to just strum along and be like, yeah, here we go, and here's the key change, and bam, we got it, and we're just it's going. Like sometimes the remote, it's like the, the remotes have a lot of different things that they're doing, and mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like they're kind of out of balance with it. This song is a song that hits balance with a lot of different good Ramones elements all blending yes. simultaneously together to make something really nice and wonderful and steady. Like, I'm surprised this song isn't on more Well, well that's the thing. Because it is really good. My intro to it was I bought the the CD that came out prior to the big like re-release and remaster of all their albums. They did... Uh, compilations where they put like the first two albums together on one cd and then the second two albums together on one cd it was called all the stuff volume one all the stuff volume two mm-hmm. this was the song right after the last song of leave home and actually this is the i should have said this is the first song from the album leave home that we've covered on the show oh yes so this right. was right there and the next song after it is a live version of california sun so it felt like to me listening to it that this was part of the album proper mm-hmm. and it actually 
I felt like it worked so great as an album closer. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, this is this is like their thesis. This is this is <laughs> this is everything we've been working for. It <laughs> yeah. it it does it. Yeah. It's so right there. And then so I right there. and then like that was just me being naive. And then later come to find I was like, actually, yeah, it was only released like as a UK replacement for this other like thing. I'm like, so you're just sitting on it? Yeah. You don't have it in yeah, that's a the best place. Part. This is like the thing. Like, well, what else do we got? Well, we got this song, "The Babysitter." Like, okay, sure, "Babysitter." We yeah, played that great. like eight or nine times. Yeah, sure, whatever. Who cares? Sure. Let's yeah, okay. Uh huh. Want to throw some ooze in there? <laughs> it does. It. It's funny you say that thing. It, like, it has like all those, those bits, that it's make. So yeah. Okay, so I'm sorry. I, I have some things I want to. Oh, go ahead. Um. Okay, so I think we mentioned this, but this was their second studio album. Yes. Right? So yes, they, it was. they put out their first album. It was like, oh my God, like what's happening? These people are blowing <laughs> their minds, and they come out with this album. What's with these ugly punks? <laughs> so, one thing that I read on Wikipedia that I thought was so funny was somebody, it said on Wikipedia, um, this album is touted for not basically sucking as hard as other punk rock albums. <laughs> so, basically. What a bar to hit. Yeah, it's like. Uh, Leave Home also presented a production value superior to other punk rock mm. bands at the time, which I feel like is basically them saying, like, well, it didn't suck as bad as other punk rock albums. And we were like, oh, good it job, sucked guys. in it all the right places. Yeah, totally. Like, like, good job. Doesn't suck as bad this time. I would actually, to follow that through, I actually think Leave Home is one of the underrated albums well, of theirs. Because it's not, it's not the first one, which sure. is like this landmark. Yeah, sure. It's not, it's not Rocket to Russia. Album. It's not the Phil Spector album. Yeah. It doesn't have like a, it doesn't quite have, it sort of has Sheena, but it's not like, that's not when it became a hit sure. exactly. So it doesn't exactly hold claim to it. Yeah. It's a weird middle child in a way, mm -hmm. but then it has things like, like this. And it has uh, other songs we'll get to. Um, not the least of which being Carbona, not glue, which I find to be the superior of the glue sniffing songs. Sure. Well, it's one of my top three. One of my top glue three glue song. sniffing songs. Probably number one. But it's I, I feel like that that goes again back to this song that it it's almost like they they wrote them so quickly and back to back and yeah. they either hit passionately or were completely ignored mm -hmm. that they it just kind of trickles out and you don't no, there's nothing. Nobody clings to it. So, sure. so just like, well, you know, you go to the next one. Here comes another one. Here comes another one. Uh, I wanted to talk for a quick second about the uh, album cover on this one, which I really liked and thought was very Blondie-esque, actually. You think? Okay. I mean, it's just that whole 80s style that. that's happening. Like, it's like almost like a Cars cover. Or like, you know what it I mean? Like, I would see more Cars yeah. from that one. So I so go back and forth on that album cover. Really? I think it's really hip. It's good. But I realize there's another thing it's for Leave Home. It's 80s. Right. Well, it's seventies. Well, seventies. Pre eighties. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, ahead of their time. I guess. Wow. Nineteen seventy six. Actually. The uh, the thing with the Ramones covers is I feel like they are. This is the only one that's not an absolute hiss, hit or an absolute miss. They are real like, oh, that's so cool. Or what the hell's happening here? Oh my <laughs> god. This is what you you released this. Uh, actually, that reminds me. Um, I wanted to. I'm going to talk so much about album covers over this, uh, over the case of this, or the, the scope of this. Were you but at home, can't see. He's flipping through his tour book that he's got here. My tour book. Oh, no. Which has a lot of great uh, Yeah, in it. it talks about, uh, so Johnny Ramone, yep. lead guitarist okay. for the Ramones, yep. um, notoriously impatient. Sure, yeah. And especially <laughs> with uh, photographers. Okay. Um, he had like a unique 
or not, maybe not even unique, but like he had a very set idea of what he wanted in album covers, but he also didn't like to wait for it. And he has this quote, and this is in the uh, the Monty Melnick uh, book on the road with the Ramones. And Monty Melnick, that's his brother. He's no, Johnny? he's the tour. No, he's the, the tour, tour manager. manager. Yeah. Uh, he's Johnny says, "I'll give the photographer one hour, not giving him any more time. As long as you get it in one hour and don't aggravate me, you'll keep doing every album cover." You're like. Attention to detail, spelling quality. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's how you get some of the album covers I mean, you get. He just seemed like such a, like, not that fun of a guy. I don't know. <laughs> One day down the road, when we don't have so much to gush about, we're going to have to do a, like, who do you want to hang out with list. Oh, man, obviously. List, I, well, I want to read something here. Oh, go ahead. Because, you know, I just Googled the Ramones pretty much all day long. Um <laughs> First of all, in 1977, you when this band, or when they released this album, they toured uh, with the Talking Heads, mm-hmm. which I thought was like, wow. It's an what odd an, pairing. What, an odd pairing and what an awesome show that must have yeah. been. Just like, remember that time we saw the Ramones and Talking Heads together? Like, boom. It sounds like the type of thing that you put at a movie and you're like, ugh, <laughs> yeah, what a, too thanks much. a lot. Thanks a lot, Juno. Yeah. Um, but... There was this one thing, I think it was on Wikipedia, that said that Johnny refused to look at Stonehenge when they were on tour because he didn't oh, want to yeah. look at a bunch of old rocks. Just a, it, that's tour, from the same book. Man, I said the same book, and I didn't know where I was going to say it, but yeah. it's the only, like, I, I've been, I, okay, quick, another quick admission. I've been trying to work on my Ramones impression, sure. and it's not going well. Except for that one, which I feel like is like, it's just a bunch of rocks. What the big deal? <laughs> like, that's what it says in the book. It's like, it's just a bunch of rocks. Like, it's just a fun, oh, what it's a really jerk. Good, but I feel like that totally sums up Johnny for me. He's just like, what? Oh, I should just put a parking lot on one of them. <laughs> it's like, we're, you're only going to see this once in your life. Just peek your head out. I'm like, nah, I'm fine. Nah, I'm fine. <laughs> nah, that's good. It's just a bunch of rocks. What's yeah. the big deal? When, when are we going to go to, you know, 7-Eleven get a slurp? <laughs> oh, <laughs> most man. valuable Ramon? Do you have a most valuable Ramon? Um, I'm going to let you go first on this one. This was actually a tough one for me. Okay. It was between Joey and Johnny. Okay, why Johnny? Uh, why Johnny? Because I think part of what pushes this one maybe ahead of, say, Baby I Love You mm-hmm. is that signature sound in there. Sure. It's also not quite the it's not quite the buzz saw of others, but it's like that is that is a absolutely distinctly Ramon sound. Yeah. It has this little like and I'm not sure how they did it. I, I studied enough of like the where's and how's of their technical world, but there's a little like when he goes brown, 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 it's on the it. I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's on the upstroke. He's hitting he's hitting the high string for that booming, booming, and he's actually doing it on purpose, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for the fact semi-fact, that I feel like I can replicate that pretty well and I haven't studied that much. I'm going to give this to Joey. <laughs> uh, because I feel like you can't replicate what he's doing. Oh, my God. And, I mean, and this is another yeah, really yeah. good showcase of his. In a, in a contrary to the, to the one we just did, uh, Baby, I Love You, where that one is just like a, like, the spotlight's yours. Yeah. This feels like this is the Ramones and you come out of this I did anyway, loving the Ramones. Yeah, like th- as it's, a band. it's it is this music. Yeah, and that's what you're doing. And also, I would say that what sells this song to me so mm-hmm. purely is Joey's voice. There's just something about his voice that makes me feel 16 forever. Yeah, and this song really holds holds space. 
holds the space. It holds space for him to do his thing. Yeah. In a way, that's rock and roll. So your your official ballad is. I mean, it's Joey all the way. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I feel like you you were Johnny you joked like you were gonna you joked you were gonna vote him all the time, and now we've got some legitimate ones, and it's well, calling into question your. Well, <laughs> um, uh, I just don't think it would be the same with anybody else, you know. Which I'm sure you could say about Johnny as well, but. I think just I, not. Well, that's. But I think we've stated it before, but I feel like that's the reason why I wanted to do the most valuable Ramon because I have a theory that the Ramones are actually one of the most democratically uh, weighed important bands, mm-hmm. or the, the importance of the band is so evenly weighed. Mm-hmm. Where, like, let's take the Beatles for example. It's like you could probably argue that it's like yes, the contributions of Ringo and George were very important, but. Mm. It's like John Lennon is this singular mind, and Paul McCartney is like this harmony master. And mm-hmm. like, if you put them with some other guys, it might have come out okay. Like some of those songs might have come out okay. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the Ramones are so that it's hard to separate any part of it. It's like there's mm-hmm. lunacy coming from Dee Dee. There's the <laughs> vocals coming from Joey. There's the gu- the guitar sound coming from Johnny that I always feel like gets a little underrated. And then the sort of like steady drum, however you want to take that phrase, mm-hmm. sort of like the reliable thing of like, we're going to get through this, you guys, yeah. of Tommy and even Marky and Richie and all those guys. It's hard to say sometimes like, who is the most, who's the one, is there a part you could take away? Because I feel like if you take away one, you, it all collapses. Yeah, so that's my, that's my railing theory about that and why I wanted yeah. to do the most valuable. No, but I feel, I feel like sometimes it's like, wow, the drums on this are really nailing. Yeah. Oh, sure. No, there's in the past ten episodes. Oh, we've we've talked about the drums are maybe the only thing good right now. You know, like they're very prolific. But 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 on a song like this, it's actually hard. I mean, we haven't even mentioned Dee Dee really. I would venture a guess that he or Tommy has something to do with like the background ooze. Sure. Which are like uh, just enough under to not for you to not realize you're like you're listening to punk song that has ooze in it. Yeah. Like oh, let's go back and check. Like so. I'm going to leave this song. No, I'm going to... I I love this song, and in my notes, I actually drew arrows at the love. Nice. It's not Cupid arrows, necessarily, but I should have. Yeah. Yeah, this is a big, hard love for me. I love this song. I've never seen you this squishy before. It's It's nice. It's going to happen only a couple times, and this is one of those times. No, I think this song is amazing. I think this song is is a quintessential Ramon song. I'm going to need an actual vote here. (laughs) <laughs> oh, an L word no. vote. I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna love it hard. All right. I'm gonna, gonna love it hard. Love it long. Love notes. I'm gonna. That's great. Yeah. I'm gonna. You know. Don't you want to like go back and find like, like you find some wayward step brother of yours and be like, oh, you want to like impress that girl, so you should put this on there. Well, come on. Yeah. She's gonna go for, and if she doesn't. You don't want her. <laughs> yeah, totally. You got anything else? To, <laughs> can't can't imagine anything else we would say about this. Um, okay, good. Well, thank you very much, listener, for joining us today. Please follow us, listener, on Twitter. That's at Ramones Podcast. And join us the next time, listener, when we will be discussing Bad Brain on Ramones of the Day. Thank you very much. Thank you.